from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, fuckers, what up? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You're about to listen to a clip from Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. On this week's episode, we talk about why you might not be horny, even though you're a 27-year-old sexy bitch. Uh, How to collect Starbucks mugs from all over the world if you really (laughs) made me too much into it with your siblings. Yeah, and just a lot of blackout drunk stories Mm -hmm. uh, and experiences. Uh, If you want to listen to more of the episode, you're going to go to luminarypodcasts.com slash GWF and you can get a subscription for as little as $2.99 a month. You're also with that subscription get access to exclusive podcasts by Lena Dunham, Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Michael Rappaport. The list goes on. Do yourself a favor, Luminary. You told the story of going to another country to build homes uh, for homeless people and you like the first the night thing. the first night there <laughs> uh, you got wasted and then woke up the next day in a ditch and the children of the village like woke you up and I was like yeah. hey you should do stand up no that's not the, well that's okay that's what I remember that's but what you remember yeah what happened is so after college I actually decided to go when I was really drunk I like blacked out at the airport <laughs> It was a long story. I was like, my grandmother had just turned. It was I had dropped off the airport like six hours early, and then my flight got delayed. Okay, six hours early. Oh, yeah, it was, a, it was my it, grandmother's it, birthday, and I'm like, can someone just drive me to the airport later? <laughs> I was going from New York back to South Carolina, and my mom was like, no, this we're gonna drop you off, and I was like, Ugh. so she's like, well, I'll pay for you to go to like the Crown Club for the day, and it was like, oh, that's nice, unlimited booze though. What's the cr- oh? It was one the of Crown those. Club. Is that the Crown Royale Club? Or? No, it was just I don't know what airline it was, but it was like the airline lounge where you okay. could just go. Oh, okay. You free booze in the airline lounge uh yeah at delta you can drink for sure wow. yeah and i was like 22 so it was like such a novelty too i was right. like oh ah, look at me just legal and i was a senior in college and i was like trying to figure out what i wanted to do after college and i was like just i wanted to travel because my, my older brother lived in china for the year after he graduated college and so i was like well I wanted to go to like Africa or do something like that, which is so lame and white. And I thought I was, I thought I was being really different. That's the worst part. I was like, I'm different. I studied abroad in Prague, and it's like that's what everyone does. Yeah, I wanted to go to Africa or something like that should be a T-shirt. Like I love that. That it was like I really thought I was being like unique and like look at me, I'm so cool. Um, and I signed up. I just basically signed up to go on this trip to Tanzania and volunteer for three months. Whoa. Three months. Three months. And yeah. To build houses? No, no, no. To- I, I worked in an orphanage. Oh, fuck yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd be like teaching in a school. When I got the orphanage assignment, I was like, fuck. Oh, so you didn't get the assignment <laughs> until right before you went? Yeah. They What they did, well, at first I signed up to was this like, like a religious thing? No, no, no. Because I know it's through this, uh, it was one of those companies that you like go and it's called Cross Cultural Solutions, is where Uh-oh, I did it. Oh, that sounds bad. The, no. the fact that Cross Cultural Solution. The fact yeah. that they were like, we need a solution and to Tanzania. After, it's like, the, after okay. the white man ruined Africa multiple times, let's have a company. Yeah. yeah. They sold them a solution. Exactly. No, it just sends white girls to various foreign countries for yeah. 
to just pretend <laughs> like they're doing it's something. undercover traffic. Lindsay, I told Christina this before, but my roommate in college is from Georgia, and she told me a story one time, and I still can't believe I was able to keep it together. <laughs> where where she with her church went to to Africa to teach these little kids how how to cheerlead. And I go, <laughs> what the fuck? And, like, and where I, in Africa to do cheerleading? And I go, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's what, what they, they needed. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think on the all the, the the totem pole of needs. I definitely encountered some religious people when I was there that I was like, "Oh, this is you are interesting." Yeah. Well, yeah, I learned not that long ago that uh, like that some Christian white dude came over to Africa and basically was preaching homophobia mm-hmm. and like getting people stoked up on fear and all that shit. And I'm like, oh my god, this yeah. is just not good, guys. I don't know about that, but yeah, it's real dicey. <sighs> uh, A lot of dicey shit. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know about this stuff until until not that long ago. But so. So your assignment, how, when did you know your assignment was the um, orphanage? So I signed up to go and like, what was when's Nanny's birthday? It was like February. And then I had to push it. I was going to leave in June and then I had to push it to like August because of, I don't know, graduating college. I was like just having a shit show time. I was like, yeah. I can't handle it. I have to like, um, <laughs> I was like, I have to go somewhere three weeks after I graduate college. I can't do that. Um, I was like, this is too hard. Um, I got the assignment sometime in August. I was like, and I really remember really clearly when I got it. So I was um, at my dad's house after I graduated college. And I would go into this little crawl space off of like my room there. And I would smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so you would almost burn the house down yeah, in a wooded I, attic. I thought I was being sneaky too. I was like, no one knows I'm smoking in here. Dude, smoking a cigarette indoors, you can't. I mean, you really can't hide it. Yeah. Oh, Everyone knows you're smoking. Just go walk around the block. I know. My dad said that. He's like, just go outside. <laughs> so he caught you and he was like, go outside. Yeah. And then I was like, outside is far. And then I just go in the crawl space. Um, <laughs> And I remember I was like on my MacBook, yeah. And there was like this little like oh, that was such a shit show. The crawl space had like all this stuff from when I was a little kid in it, like this like kitten poster. And I was like, <laughs> hang in there. And I was like, I'm trying. Um, and I remember I just got the assignment. It came in an email, and it was like, you're gonna be working at like an orphanage. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Why? Why? I hate doing good deeds. This children. is a bad idea. I was just this like, is not the solution I wanted. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I was like, I'm gonna like be teaching at a school, and I thought that would be like less. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we have something like less Africa? Yeah. I was just like an orphanage. I'm like, that. What do they want me to do? You know? What did they want you to do? Well, what I would do is, so they would, I would teach and like kind of. Well, what did we do when we got there? When we got there, I'm trying to remember. We, Probably just hang out with the kids, just so they have yeah. inter- interpersonal, you know. Well, essentially, yeah. So there were like 14 or 15 kids at the orphanage, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so a, long ago okay. now. Yeah. And the older kids, like the kids over the age of eight, so like eight to 14, well, they would go to school during okay. the day when I was there. And so when me and another girl would go there and she would teach the older kids, like the five, six-year-olds, and I would teach like the four-year-olds. So there okay. were like four four-year-olds What'd that you I teach would teach. Them? I taught them, you know what? Uh, like games and stuff? Oh, that's what was so sad. I, so I taught them how to write letters. Okay. And um, how, like, animals and, like, stuff okay. like that. But I wasn't, like, a great teacher. But <laughs> it definitely took one little girl 11 weeks to learn how to write the letter A. Well. But she learned it. She yeah. did learn it. And she well, wrote a, me this. You know, capital A. A capital A? It's hard. That's a lot. <laughs> but her card for me when I left was just, like, 
all letter A. Oh, <laughs> she really knew. She got. It. She was like, she's an expert. She in the also letter got a. the letter B. Like pretty soon after A. I hate to brag. Wow. <laughs> hey, you B's. got a future in teaching. There were lots of B's on the card too, and I was like, good job, Pendo. <laughs> Wait, was there any sort of vetting process? Yeah, before no, they there put was none. So <laughs> these solutions, these cro- intercultural. It was just a bunch. Yeah, it was just a bunch of like rich white girls, basically. And, oh. and was it like, was it like Peace Corps where you have to pay to help? Yeah, it was like wow. that. Yeah, but they, I, were, Peace Corps, they the Peace were a profit organization. You yeah. Think? Oh, shit. I, well, well you're they, also paying for you because you're paying for your, where you're saying. Yeah, it's like, they did. Because I looked into Peace Corps yeah, pretty seriously. Yeah, I did too. But the Peace Corps is like, I'm not going to pass a background check. <laughs> well, Peace Corps for me is like it's it's two years. <laughs> it's two years, and there's also in your like, 20s. It's also well, oh, it's that's two years prime in your 20s. Real estate. And yeah. there's also like really high rates of like uh or not really high rates, but there's like problems with like women getting sexually assaulted. Yeah, like a woman doing anything. Yeah. Like, because where we stayed, I mean, a lot of these come. This one was really good, but this was before it got really popular. Now I've heard there's tons of sketchy companies that do this, so I would be very careful if anyone ever does anything like this. Do a lot of research. Um, but they employed like you know people at the house, and it was like they did lots of like the first three weeks I was there. So you go from like three weeks to twelve weeks, mm-hmm. and so I went for the full twelve weeks. But the first three weeks we were there, we did like you know classes in the afternoon on stuff like that and we learned about like tanzania and like culture and etc oh, okay okay like, so it's a good experience it was honestly it was um i wish i'd stayed for longer i was thinking about that today i mean i left after the 12 weeks but i wanted to definitely stay yeah. i kind of regret not doing the peace corps to be honest because i'm like what else did i really do in my 20s i could have right. gone for two years well but it's also kind of like i think back to you know the top the, the subjects that we get taught in middle school and high school and i'm like god damn it i want to learn this stuff but not at that age like I, I almost like wanted to learn it later and I feel like something like that like a volunteer like that's a that's a once in a lifetime experience you're traveling to another continent to yeah you know and you're and you're helping kids helping in quotes or actually helping you know depending. yeah but uh you know I just yeah I feel like I'm, that's for your 30s <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But we I were don't having know. babies. I feel like it was good though to do it in my twenties, and I do yeah. like I. I look back, I'm like, what else did I really do in my twenties? What did you do? Years? I did that, and then I came back, and I was just like, honestly, just a complete shit show for like a year. What um, is this shit? What does Lindsay the shit show look like in oh, her early drinking? 20s? Oh my god! I was, so I have had like three 2020s, and one of them was 2009. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in 2009? I just like I got back, so I got back from Africa in like late 2008. Hey, bitch, I'm back from Africa. <laughs> Basically, I got Me back wins. on like Thanksgiving, and I was like, "How's everyone doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "I miss America." <laughs> I'm just I didn't really miss America that much. I was like, why am I back? Uh, <laughs> I hated it when I got back. I was like, why am I even here? Um, I do remember I got back on Thanksgiving. My stepmother was making like cranberry chutney and I like flipped a shit because I was like, where's the cranberry sauce in the can? Oh, I was like, yeah. chutney's British too. So I was like, oh, what is, is it? That's, you know, the cranberry is- sauce in the can is, it, no matter how Nothing fancy your Thanksgiving it. is, it's the best, the best cranberry sauce. sauce. Nothing yeah. And it has that. to be shaped like the can, I feel mm-hmm. like, otherwise it doesn't taste as good. When people like try to mash it up and I'm like, no, we all know it's the can. Just slice it up like it's a fucking can. Exactly. Anything tart, mm. man. Ugh, it's so like sex. Good. Love it. But I basically just spent like the year drinking, um, did a lot of Ambien, uh, did a lot of chain smoking inside. Amb- Wait, do you, do, you ta- do you do the Ambien where you take it and you stay up? Yeah, that's what, what it's it happens doing. when that happens. It's like taking mushrooms, basically. Really? Especially if you mix it with like some alcohol. Uh-oh. Chad, we're not saying do it. <laughs> um, that's Got a our fan lawyer. to my left. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Honestly, I was doing that this year, too. It's so much fun. But it's mushrooms bad. or Ambien? 
Uh, both. It's oh, bad. Wow. It's bad though. You shouldn't do them. Drugs are bad. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> I yeah, killed a lot of memory cells. I feel like I used to be smarter before I did that. But. Okay. I hope you liked that clip. Did you like it? Do you want more? Okay, yeah. Go to luminarypodcast.com. You can hear the whole episode of Guys Who Fucked, all of our other episodes, and other episodes from people like Roxanne Gay, Trevor Noah, Michael Rappaport, and Russell Brand. Love you. Bye. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.